0: And welcome to another episode of Bike Tales. For most people, their first bicycle is a watershed moment, providing them with the first taste of freedom and independence. For one group of newly arrived people in Ottawa, access to bikes is providing them with opportunities for independent travel at a time when they need it most. Today, I'm heading down the Ottawa River to Britannia Bay to meet a team of volunteers who are matching donated bikes with newly arrived Ukrainian refugees. It's a sunny spring day, and the multi-use pathways are buzzing with all types of cyclists, from families to road bikers, hesitant kids and seniors. Joining this busy artery of people is a great way to experience the city, and a great way to get from A to B. And unlike travelling by car, with a few willing people and donations, access to it can be made available instantly, with minimal running costs and no paperwork.
1: So we got, you know, big beach cruisers and mountain bikes and all kinds of children's bikes and we've got three volunteer mechanics here. So this is Michael and David and Tom's over there with his daughter. This is Allison. She's uh, becoming a a mechanic too. (laughs) So we've got about 40 bicycles here now. We've got a couple that are in a kind of a graveyard over there that we can't fix but there's a recycled bicycle place, uh, workshop up the road, and <laughs> well, they will help me with the...
0: Really- Maureen Adamaki is the organiser of a backyard operation that matches newly-arrived refugees with donated bikes. Like many people in Ottawa, when the war in Ukraine began, she wanted to play her part.
1: We were both considering hosting a family, but we thought maybe it was going to be too difficult. So we thought, how can we help in other ways? So I saw the request for bicycles. So I had four bicycles in my shed, that I was keeping for when my family comes from Toronto and they're all grown too big for the bicycles. So I decided to donate the bicycles.
0: As words spread about her donation, Maureen soon found she wasn't alone in her desire to help out. And with more requests for bikes and more neighbours willing to donate, her home down a pretty side street in Ottawa's Greenbelt took on a new role as a thriving bicycle rehoming centre.
1: So the bikes started coming and people saying, come and pick up a bike and people dropping off bikes. And then people in the village, I put it on the Friends of Britannia Village, so people from the village are dropping off bikes.
0: Maureen's team takes a great deal of care to make sure the bikes are matched to the right person. Minor repairs or tune-ups are carried out by volunteer mechanics, and then the bikes are matched to the requests that Maureen receives. Pickups take place every Sunday afternoon.
1: So every week I have to do an inventory of the bicycles for the moderators of the Ukrainian Settlement Helpers Ottawa page. I do an inventory of all the bikes that I've got left and then people message me or email me and say they either want to donate a bicycle or they're coming to get a bicycle and then they have to come in person because we fit them. The bicycle has to be the right size and the guys will adjust the the seat height and then they get helmets
0: and locks. Maureen admits that when she first donated the bikes from her shed, she was thinking mainly of entertainment for the kids who were new to the city. But she soon realised bikes were the key to freedom for the adults too.
1: At the beginning I thought it would be fun for the children because they're something take their mind off uh, what they've done but um, it's all the adults coming because they don't have a car and they don't have a driver's license. They're staying with host families but they're getting tired of asking the host family drive me to the doctors drive me to the grocery drive me to this and that so they can come here they can get bikes some of them have even got saddle bikes here to make it really useful and then they're uh, happy they've got their independence and then they They've got all of Ottawa's hundreds of kilometres of bicycle paths in Ottawa and Gatineau, so
0: it's fun too. Outside Maureen's house, there's a sign on the gate welcoming people in Ukrainian and English, and a flag that combines the Canadian maple leaf and the Ukrainian blue and yellow is hanging across their porch. A steady flow of people is coming in and out through the gates. They arrive looking first hesitant, but leave beaming, wheeling a bike to their host family's car. Although men between the ages of 18 and 60 aren't allowed to leave Ukraine, there's still a demand and a shortage of donations for men's bikes, particularly 26 and 28 inch, as teenagers and older men are arriving in Canada needing transport.
1: We had a boy come 17, I think he came alone, and he was tall and he said, did you have a bike for a tall person? And this man gave me a brand new, beautiful British racing green bicycle, never been used. So he found that bike. He loves that bike. He gets on the bike, and he goes biking for hours on the paths all right away. And he's got a part-time job at Loblaws, so he's going to ride his bike to work. So he's happy. There was another senior lady who came, and she was crying the whole time she was here because she couldn't believe somebody would give her a free bike. So she got a bike, and then she came back with her husband today, and he got a bike.
0: And of course, there are many women who want to be able to ride in their new city too. Another girl came in her
1: 20s. She had to leave her husband and her mother and her new bicycle behind. But uh, she brought her helmet from Kiev. She got a really beautiful bike from a friend of mine. And she's riding it everywhere all the time. She's so excited about it because she's looking for work and her husband is not working in Ukraine. He's a builder, but the economy's a mess. So she's looking for a job here and she's got a bike to get around.
0: At Maureen's house, they refer to the Ukrainians as guests and the Canadian families they have been placed with as hosts. Out on the quiet road in front of Maureen's house, her volunteers, who she calls Sherpas, are matching the guests with bikes that fit their size and getting them to try them out by cycling up and down the road. Alison Newler has helped with many of the bike pairings and has seen firsthand the impact that donations can have. Young teenage guys just about in tears, that's pretty powerful.
1: <laughs> it was a joy to see, you know, because the one word we had in common was freedom. It gives that bit of freedom to get going and just to be a little more independent. I've lived in Ottawa many years and I cycle a lot and I enjoy it so much and to me it is freedom.
0: Across from me, a couple are working out how to fit a child's bike into the back of the sedan they arrived in. A volunteer makes suggestions. They try it one way, then another until it fits. Ukrainian guest Anna stands at the side of the road watching her nine-year-old son Demir make confident loops up and down the tarmac. A moment of normality returning to her child's life.
1: Demir is very happy now <laughs> because he gets a bike and uh, it's so nice. Thank you uh, these people who organized uh, for Ukrainian. I'm so happy in this country because uh, people are very kind.
0: Watching these cyclists today is a reminder that communities are not just found in geographic locations. They span continents and join people of different nationalities but shared passions. And bicycles, well, they are the great enablers that we must always make room for in our cities. Next time, the power of group cycling, a weekly bike social exploring Ottawa city. People are
1: always kind of surprised to see a group of adults, like joyfully riding their bikes
0: down the street. For more information on this episode, check out our show notes and make sure you follow this podcast in your favourite app or by joining our mailing list at storysolutionsnet slash Biketales. Biketales is written, produced and presented by me, Claire Mansell at StorySolutions.net.